In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And it's good to see you all here again on this Monday. We finally have some winter here in Chicagoland, and I'm kind of happy about it. The snow is really pretty, and the sun has been coming out. So I hope that you're finding some sunshine in your life today as well. Here on the Million Dollar Mindset, we talk about quite a few topics, but don't they all boil down to just one thing, and that is how we think how we feel, and how we do. It's so important that our mindset is geared toward happiness, health, and success. And, you know, I I find that you can read all the leadership books you want. You can create all the strategies and systems for your business and even your life that you would like to. But if your mindset isn't wrapped around the understanding that you are solely responsible for your own happiness, then odds are good that you're never going to find it unless you can embrace that philosophy. And we've got someone here today who's going to help us to look at that at a deeper level. And we are talking about how to gain wealth by managing your emotions. That's right. I always tell people, basically, we have two emotions, and that's all we need to know. We have an emotion that is really, really great, and we have an emotion that really, really doesn't feel too great. And we all, all emotions fall somewhere on that scale, that, that, that full spectrum of emotions, if you will. And so measuring and understanding and being in tune with your emotions is really, really important. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Today we have with us Cheney Weiner, who is the founder of the Cheney Institute of Human Potential. And he's personally coached and taught thousands of individuals around the world his unique breakthrough to achieve formula. And he's also a leading authority on human potential and personal development. And Cheney is a sought-after authority on those topics in so much as being sought after by shows like Montel Across America with Montel Williams and Lisa Gibbons on Hollywood Confidential, Martha Stewart, Hay House Radio, and hundreds of other media outlets. And through his programs and presentations, Cheney's message has touched the hearts and inspired millions of people worldwide. And, and he 
he's a pretty special guy. He's dedicated to fulfilling his life purpose of helping people live a more empowered life by realizing their own magnificence and brilliance. Cheney is here with us today to talk again about his method, his breakthrough to achieve method, and how we can manage our emotions to gain the wealth that we desire. Welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset, Cheney Weiner. Thank you for having me on again, Marla. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You were here with us, what, I think it was last May, if I recall. Is that right? I believe so, and I usually check those dates to be ready for that question, and for some reason I didn't, but I believe it was May 5th. I'm not sure on the yeah, date. I, yeah. I know it was early May. Well, uh, all that's right here on our archives, so anybody who would like to uh, go back and listen to that show as well, because I, I know that Cheney's been up to a lot. So what's changed in your life, Cheney, in, in these last nine months or so? Well, that's an interesting question, and certainly relates to what we're talking about today. I'm finishing up a um, program called Roadmap to Financial Freedom. I'm going to actually touch on some of that here today. So I've been doing that, and I mean mostly working, or I don't want to say working, but putting that together. Because when you do what you love and love what you do, I don't consider it work. I consider it play. So I, yeah. I, I use that word a little wisely. <laughs> I, I can understand that. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. It's so much fun to be with the clients and to put products out there that you know are going to help people and be in social media, helping people and meeting new people. So I certainly agree. Cheney, one interesting thing that, you know, I like to talk about is is the definition of wealth. You know, most people in our society today associate um, money with wealth. And I look at it in a much broader sense. What about you, Cheney? Well, it is fair to say that you could look at wealth as being money. In fact, there are seven different areas of life. Finances and money happens to be one of them. And people, it's fair to say, typically will associate money to wealth. And that's true. But it's important to look at it from a broader and an expanded, let's say, way of doing it. And I like to approach it from the way of that there's wealth in each of the seven areas of life. And so you can have wealth in your spirituality. You can have wealth in your mindset. You can have wealth as it relates to your vocation or your career, your family or your relationships, your social network, and you can even have wealth in your physical health. And the reason for thinking of wealth in this way is for every person to realize that you already have wealth in your life. It just may be in a different form from financial wealth. And that form that it appears in is going to be based on your values or things that's most important to you. And really, a really good way to look at it is if, let's say, you have a man and a woman, and let's say they go into a mall or a shopping center. Well, let's say they let's say they go into a mall. If what's most important to the woman is her children and her family, then she's going to gravitate towards things that are family and children oriented. Whereas if her husband is business and let's say money oriented, he'll gravitate towards things that relates to business and finances. So the question is who, uh, where's the wealth in each of those two people? And for, for the woman, it's, her wealth is going to be the family and the children. And for him, it's going to be money and finances. And again, that's dictated by one's values. In fact, it's a real real life example with this. Uh, let's say a, a former 
former girlfriend of mine, I still speak to her, and I talk about this with her, and to her, the most important thing is her family, so she, even though she may not have the kind of financial wealth she wants, her family is most important to her. She is very wealthy in terms of her family. So again, the reason for bringing this up, so each person can realize that they already have wealth in their life because that is the key to really attracting it into the different areas of one's life. And, of course, the question that comes up is, well, great, I could have wealth in my family, but what about financial wealth? I want more of that. And that's a fair question. And the way that you do that is you shift your values and you put a higher priority on financial wealth than you may on your family. And it's neither right nor wrong that you do one or the other, but it's just important to understand that each person has wealth. It's dictated by the VAT, their values are things that are most important to them, and you can shift those values at any point in time and have the kind of wealth that you want to have in your life. Yeah, yeah. You know, Shani, in, in some ways, I suspect that the work we do is is very similar. And I know that, you know, working on core values is, is a very important piece of personal growth. And um, I don't know about you, but I'll often have a client come into coaching and, and there will be some guilt or some hesitance around um, desiring wealth because they see it as in conflict with their religious values or um, they see it as being selfish or in some way that they're undeserving. And when I say wealth now, in this case, I'm referring to money, that they, they, they feel that it's selfish to, to really try to attract great amounts of money into their life. What do you say to people like that when you encounter that, that uh, value situation? That's an excellent topic to bring up, and I actually just put that into my Roadmap to Financial Freedom program, and I talk about this. It's also in my Breakthrough to Achieve program as well, and that is, and this might sound somewhat counterintuitive at first, but it's really important to have an equal balance of being giving and receiving, or I'll say being altruistic and being narcissistic. And many times we hear people say, well, it's much better to give than receive. That's being altruistic. And then other people will say, well, it's not good to be too narcissistic and only care about yourself and receive all the time, but it's important to have a healthy balance of each because the people who are very altruistic will always give, 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 give. They'll have a low self-worth, a low value on themselves and money, and they'll end up poor as a result or, let's say, financially broke, whereas if somebody is the extreme on the other end, they're too narcissistic, they're going to always expect, they're going to feel entitled, and they're disempowered as well. So you want to have the equal and healthy balance between the two. You don't want to give, well, you want to come from a place of fair exchange is really what I'm getting at. If you give something, it's important to get something in return, but not to a point where it becomes an obligation. It's fair exchange. I could do an entire show. In fact, I have an entire step in my program just talking about that alone, and I'm just covering the cliff notes part of it, but it's just, again, important to be aware that you have both sides. You need both sides. The giving, the receiving, they occur equally because in this world, no one gets something for nothing and no one receives something for nothing. You must have them both operating in the fair exchange that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we certainly do need to balance those scales for the universe to operate in absolute perfection for us, don't we? Um, Chady, we, we have a break coming up in a minute or so. Why don't you tell us where we can find more information on your Roadmap to Financial Freedom program? 
actually, you can go on uh, ChaneyWeiner.com, that's C-H-A-N-E-Y-W-E-I-N-E-R.com, and right now I don't have it up because I'm about 80% finished writing it up, but I do have a CD on finding your financial wealth that's up on my site right now, so if you go and check that out, you'll see that's ChaneyWeiner.com. Okay, wonderful. I'm sure a lot of people will be looking forward to that, and uh, I'll look forward to more information from you. I also want to remind our listeners that, uh, you know, we're talking about success, and uh, I have a great article up over at Inc. Magazine, uh, Inc.com. I interviewed an amazing man who really beat the odds against success and, and by doing exactly what Cheney and I are talking about today. So go on over to Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka and check out this week's article. We'll see you back here in just a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Want to be challenged in a powerful way to leap beyond what you think is possible? Then join us Mondays for the Leah Jansen Show. Every Monday at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com with Leah Jansen. Listen live as life coach Leah uses her coaching skills to give you the tools you need to take action and create momentum. You are encouraged to call in and share your greatest fears, challenges, and obstacles. And then listen as Leah obliterates those barriers to success. For more on Leah and the show, check out her website, leahjansen.com. That's Leah, L-E-A-H-J-A-N-T-Z-E-N.com. Spend one hour with Leah, and you'll be captivated by her energy, enthusiasm, and magnetism. You'll quickly become addicted to her positive attitude and make-it-happen mentality. Ready for a life-changing, mood-altering show? Then get ready for Leah Jansen. And listen live to The Leah Jansen Show every Monday morning at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Whether you're four and a half or 100, you can retrain your brain. Learning Rx, the radio show, is on toginet.com Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time with Martin Kruger. Learning Rx programs are quick, they're efficient, they're life-changing, and they're permanent. Unlike tutoring, cognitive skills training or brain training targets the root issue causing learning struggles. Time and money spent on chronic tutoring is a clear signal of cognitive skill deficiency. That's where Learning Rx comes in. Call today, 903-617-6899. 903-617-6899. Then join us for the show here every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. And take advantage of the power it holds to improve your life. There are so many brain training issues that Learning Rx can help you with. It's not a product, it's an experience. So join us for Learning Rx, the radio show with Martin Kruger. Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. 
back and welcome back. I'm happy to see all of you here today as always. And remember, you can always reach me with your show ideas or any questions about your business or your mindset. And you can do that by emailing me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And we're here today with Chaney Weiner. And you can learn more about Chaney at his website, C-H-A-N-E-Y-W-E-I-N-E-R.com. And we're talking about how to gain wealth by managing your emotions and how to achieve your true human potential. And Chaney is definitely the go-to man on these topics. And so, Cheney, that's an interesting thought. You know, we were talking a little bit, I was talking a little bit about emotions at the top of the show. Um, what what do emotions have to do with managing, maintaining wealth? Well, let me explain and by giving an example. Let's take someone who, I like to use this example, Let's say someone who wins the lottery. And I'm sure you've heard the statistic that 95% of the people who win the lottery, they go back to where they were financially before they won the lottery, and in most cases, even worse than that. Right. And there's a reason why that happens, and it has to do with being able to manage one's emotions. And typically, people who come into that point, let me say, let me also say this. This doesn't even, this also applies to situations outside of winning lottery. It could be a situation where someone comes into an amount of money that they're not accustomed to having. I'm using a lottery example because it's more of an extreme to make the point. Mm-hmm. And what happens is when somebody wins that big lotto jackpot and they're not able to manage, believe it or not, the quote-unquote positive emotions. In other words, people will have a tendency to get elated puffed up, thinking they possibly have arrived. They may have elevated levels of joy and happiness and just really extreme positive emotions. And when that happens, a person will get distracted and they'll start to do foolish things. They'll do things they ordinarily wouldn't do. And next thing you know, they'll attract a weird situation. Somebody comes into their life, they give money to this person. It was a bad business deal. Just all these weird things that come up and it's all emotional based. Now it's really wise in situations like that. If for those of you who are listening, if you have a situation where you have more money coming in, perhaps maybe you won the lottery, you want to ask some questions and say, okay, now that I have this big amount of money coming in, what are my new accountabilities? What are my responsibilities? What are the pains and pleasures that come along with it? Because just because someone wins a lot of money or comes across a lot of money doesn't mean that they're going to be happier or that their life is going to be more positive. They, they just have new sets of pains and pleasures and more and newer sets of challenges challenges or, uh, or supports and challenges that come their way. So when you know how to ask the questions to bring down that emotion, come from a more poised and present manner, you have a high probability of doing very wise things with your money and you won't attract those weird situations that can actually take the wealth away from you. And then you have those other emotions like depression and regret and guilt that come along with it. So when you know the questions to ask and just look at things from both sides and look at the, like I said, the pains, the pleasures, the supports, the challenges in new situations that are above your normal functioning. Again, you have a high probability of not having that weird stuff come into your life and you'll be able to really get the most out of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. 
And so, Cheney, you know, in our world today, you know, the sad fact is that a lot of people, a lot of good people are having uh, tons of financial difficulties and difficulty finding jobs and losing their homes. And, and, and this is almost the norm in our current economy right now. How how does someone who is receiving one blow after the other manage to keep their mindset strong and positive? Well, as interesting as, as this may sound, in every crisis there's a blessing. Mm-hmm. And let's take someone, and of course the, the specifics of each situation is going to be different, but the dynamic is pretty much the same. So if somebody is in a situation where they perceive that they lost their job or their house, that's the crisis. Well, the question you want to ask is, well, what are the benefits of that and what comes out of that as a result of that? Because it's very easy to get caught up in, oh, my God, I lost the job, the house foreclosed. But how is it serving you? Because it's all about transformation, not being, in a sense, stuck in the way that you had hoped it would be. See, that's the fantasy that a lot of people get addicted to, which, again, comes down to managing one's emotions. Now, of course, like I said before, there's a lot of factors that go into this because each person's situation is different. But generally, in those types of situations, certainly if it's, let's say, a house or bankruptcy, sometimes people may have gotten in over their head because they didn't manage their emotions from the start. If it's a job... That could be a sign that, hey, maybe I'm not doing what I would really love to be doing. It's time to go and do something else. Because, in fact, I'm sure you know that there's a lot of people now who have, quote, unquote, lost their jobs. And they said, okay, I'm going to do my business online. They they create an online business, and, and they make millions. I, I know plenty of people who are doing that. So it's wise to look for each of these situations. Look for the blessing that comes about from it. And, of course, have a cause and have a big enough vision and mission of what you want to do and look at those situations as blessings and then take it from there and discover what it is that you love to do and go and do what you love. Yeah, yeah. And, and Cheney, I'm not sure if, if you've seen this, but I've experienced a lot of folks who have been just kind of trucking along in their job and doing fine and doing well and seeming reasonably happy. And then that, that job has gone away. And, you know, they've never taken the time out in life to really discover that, that purpose and um, what their true passion and vision could be. And so in those situations, we see a lot of people who simply don't know how to do that, don't know how to do that exploration, if you will. Do you have any guidance for people who might stumble with, well, what's what's my purpose? What's my vision in life? Well, the first thing is to really get, and we spoke about this earlier, to get real clear on what your values are. And I just want to clarify what I mean by that. It's not the morals and ethics type of values. It's really mm-hmm. what is it that's truly most important to you. And one thing that you can use as a guide is your language. If you find find yourself saying, oh, I have to do this, I'm supposed to do this, I've got to do this, it's something that most likely is not high on your priorities or high on your values. But if you come from a place of, I love doing X, I'm really inspired by doing whatever it is you say that you're inspired by, this is what I've always dreamed of doing, that's a pretty good clue 
that you're doing something that's in line with your values or what's true to you. Now, of course, there's other things that go along with that, learning how to market that, learning how to make connections to other people. So it's just not Cheney sitting here and saying, hey, just know what your values mm-hmm. are. No, there, there, there's other factors that come into play. So it's a matter of keeping that in mind, but really it comes from knowing what's most important to you and especially having a cause and a mission because the people who have the biggest causes and the biggest missions are the ones who are taking it to the biggest levels. And of course, for each person, that level is going to be different. For someone like Richard Branson, he's already has things going on with space travel Whereas Bill, uh, Bill, uh, Bill Gates, it was Microsoft, but for someone listening here, it could be something within their family, it could be something within their community. So whatever it is for you, it's just that. It's important for you. But again, having a cause, having a mission, having a purpose to go along with what you love is really a great place to start. Yeah, it certainly, certainly is. And I I, um, often say something very similar to the clients who come on board with me in in my coaching practices, that the the people who I see succeed at the really, truly high levels are the people who have that vision beyond the business. You know, what what is this business uh, intended to support in terms of a mission or a major purpose in my life or that of someone else's? And it sounds like you see the exact same results yeah because it you know when you have that vision and mission and the cause it's important to have it beyond yourself because otherwise you're not serving the greater amount of people uh, so to speak so that's that's another thing that i wanted to mention in there so the people who have the worldwide and global visions they have an astronomical mission and an astronomical cause and most people if they were to hear what that was at first would say you're crazy you're out of your mind which is great when you get that uh, type of feedback you know you're on track yeah exactly exactly <laughs> the more people who tell you you can't you're on track right yeah but but the key thing there is, as long as you have a realistic strategy, a plan, you have it in place, and you're on track, then it's not so crazy anymore versus someone who says something that may sound ridiculous, and they just have no way and no plan or vision or any action steps to carry it out. So there is that distinction. But yeah, if you're getting that feedback, that's a great sign. Yeah, it certainly is. And if you're feeling really passionate about it, and uh, I think here is also a great place to talk about intuition. You know, we we um, will often know that we're on path when we just get that little nagging voice inside of us that says, don't stop, don't stop, right? Yeah, and the other thing within, uh, with intuition, this comes back to the whole emotions of what we're speaking, the emotional topic that we're speaking about. That when you're able to manage your emotions, you come from a poised and present manner. Mm-hmm. Your intuition is going to be—you'll be more in touch with your intu- with your intuition rather than doing something out of a subconscious fear that you may have. Because there's a big difference. If somebody is always worried about, oh my God, I'm going to get scammed. I'm going to get scammed. This person's going to rip me off. I've seen this happen to other people. It's happened to me. They're not necessarily coming from an intuition every time they come across a situation because they're always going to think, oh, this person's going to, you know, this person's out to get me versus if they're truly coming from their intuition and they come across a situation where somebody may be, and I'm saying this like this for a reason, quote unquote, trying to scam them, they'll be able to detect that and they won't get caught in that situation. So it's all about being poised, managing your emotions and not getting too up, not getting too down and just 
I, I love using the word poise. Napoleon Hill uses self-control in his book, Law of Success, but it, it means the same thing. It's not getting too up, not getting too down, but being as balanced as you can and handling each situation in that manner. Yeah, most definitely. And we're here on the Million Dollar Mindset with Cheney Weiner. You can learn more about Cheney at ChaneyWeiner.com. That's C-H-A-N-E-Y-W-E-I-N-E-R. And we'll see you back here in just a moment. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Don't wave your hands. Look who's on. It's Dakota Man Keith and he's number one. Now you might think Juan's youth was sad because right? he had a death deal, mommy and dad. Right. But that ain't the case. Nope. It wasn't his fate. No, nope. the Juan's never struggled to communicate. Y'all <laughs> wave your hands. Look who's on. It's Dakota Man Keith. It's That Keith Wine Show on Toginet.com, Wednesday nights at 8, 7 central. Every week, That Keith Wine Show will have guests that share their experiences, expertise, opinions, and personal lives with us to hopefully help us better understand others. The topics and guests will come from the American Sign Language community. For more on Keith Wine and the show, go to his website, KeithWineWann.com. Listen with an open mind and willingness to learn and help with the cultural bridge. Number, number one, Keith's number one, everybody don't miss that Keith Wan show Wednesday nights at 8 7 central on toginet.com get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on toginet.com live la bella vita if you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live la bella vita. For more on the show and your host, Check out our website, LaBellaVitaCosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And I am so, so glad to be here with all of you today. And I want to remind you that if you're listening live to this podcast, we would love to hear from you. You're welcome to call into the show with any questions that you may have for Cheney or for, for myself. And that number is 877 864 
1-888-346-9168-69 and we would welcome a little chat with you. I also want to remind you that or tell you because you don't know this yet that next week my guest here on TogiNet's Million Dollar Mindset is Brian Carter. Brian is the author of a fabulous new book about how to make money on Facebook. So this plays right into the wealth topic that we have here today. Today you have to form your attitude and next week we're going to tell you how to do it. So welcome back to the show, Cheney. Thanks so much for being here today. We're talking about really managing your emotions to achieve the type of wealth that you want to welcome into the world. Okay, so let's get down to the hows of that. Let's face it. People get depressed. People get frightened. I mean, fear is huge out there right now today. When you're in the state and, and you're really, really in a down place, how in the heck do you climb out of it to manage your emotions to attract wealth? Well, you mentioned fear, and the definition I like of fear is that fear is an assumption in the future that you're about to receive through your senses more loss than gain, more negative than positive, or more pain than pleasure from yourself or others. So really, it's, it's an imbalanced or a lopsided perception. In other words, you see more of something negative than something positive. Otherwise, the fear wouldn't be there, because think about it, if you see an equal amount of quote-unquote loss and gain, an equal amount of negative and positive, and an equal amount of pain and pleasure, you're not going to have a fear over something. So the idea here is to, if when someone ha- uh, has a fear, to ask certain questions to balance that out. And the great way I want to show it is with a person who was in my Breakthrough to Achieve program, she had this perception that she was financially unstable. So her the thing that was really emotionally charging her, the fear that she had was that she didn't, you know, she felt financially unstable. So I asked her, I said, well, what are the benefits to you of having this financial instability? And of course, I got, well, there are no benefits. Mm-hmm. And I explained to her pretty much what I just said, that in every situation or in every situation of fear, there's going to be that more of the negative than the positive and the more drawbacks and benefits. So you ask the question to balance it out. So I asked, I said, well, how is your financial instability a benefit to you in your life? So after I explained this to her and I coached her along, she started to come up with some answers. And some of her answers were, well, it helps me to realize how to be more responsible and think things out. It helps me to realize, to put a value on myself and what I can offer to others. And one of her other answers was it helps me to learn how to communicate more with more certainty and decisiveness. So the idea here was to get her to see how the thing that she perceived as being negative, as having a more drawbacks and benefits, how it serves her in her life. And this really helped her break through that particular block and fear. And in her case, she also had guilt towards her family. So I had her ask another question that helped her dissolve the guilt because typically there's going to be the fear uh, or along with the fear, there's going to be the guilt. There's usually going to be some kind of regret. There's going to be some kind of depression. It's usually not just one emotion when there's a fear. There's usually Mm -hmm. some other things that are coming up. But in her particular case, she had the fear. Well, this was I worked with her two years ago, so at that particular point in time, her fear was financial instability. Mm -hmm. So it was specific to her situation. Now, obviously, for other people, they'll have a fear, but it'll be a different form of that fear. In her case, it was financial instability. For someone else, it could be, well, how am I going to get a job to pay my bills? 
So hers was a little different because she had a situation of she had debt, she had credit card debt, that type of thing. So for her, that for her it was financial instability. For someone else, it may, you know. In fact, I'm glad we're talking about this because I brought up about a subconscious fear. Many times, people are actually sabotaging their own success because they have a fear of what will happen if they get a lot of money. Mm-hmm. People right. will be coming at them, they, you know, and they're not going to know how to handle that. So, so uh, subconsciously, they say, heck, I don't want to deal with that. And they don't attract the money. So that's another fear to keep in mind as well. So again, the fear can be dressed up differently, but it's you still ask the same type of question that you would to dissolve that fear. But again, it's going to be specific to what that fear is for each person in their particular situation. Mm-hmm. And it's often, um, as it was for your client, it's often difficult for people to understand the the fear and where it comes from. And, you know, we hear the words comfort zone and people say, well, this isn't comfortable. It's, it's, it's horrible to be in this situation. And, you know, not many are aware that comfort zone isn't always comfortable, right? Well, maximum growth occurs at the border of order and chaos or occurs at the border of support and challenge. So if my high recommendation here is if anybody is comfort or or is feeling comfortable with their finances, start to feel uncomfortable and stretch yourself. And again, it's not to say to go out and blow money and throw money away, but it's really to stretch yourself, particularly when it comes to saving money. Because many times people will say, well, I can't afford to save, but, they, but they're paying everybody else first and they're not valuing themselves and saving for themselves. So you want to Get in the habit of saving money, and while you're doing that, stretch that. If you can only save $10 a month, great. Start off with that. And then after, you know, well, the way I have people do is every three months, I have them raise it a little more and a little more. You want to stretch yourself and save more because otherwise you don't grow. And when it comes to your finances, you won't grow your financial wealth unless you train yourself to be uncomfortable but in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And so how does saving money uh, help to demonstrate that people can stretch that comfort zone? That's a great question. And uh, and along with that, it also helps people manage their emotions. Because again, and this goes back to what I was just saying, you want, you, it's important to strike that balance, that healthy balance of, like I said, stretching yourself, but not doing it to a point where you're, you're, you're leaving yourself short. So the idea with saving, since you brought it up, is what I recommend people do, I teach this, and I certainly live it and I'm doing it myself, is whenever you, now, let me say it like this. For some people listening, they, who are listening right now, you may have your own business or you may be working for somebody. So it's gonna apply the same except for one part of it. And that is this, anytime you make money or have money coming in, you want to pay yourself first. And what that means is to save, put a certain percentage of that out. You want to pay your taxes second, your lifestyle third, and your business bills last. Now, obviously, if you work for somebody, the taxes will be taken out already. If you don't work for someone and you work for yourself, you want to pay yourself first by saving. 
and then you, you'd have another account set up for your taxes, and you want to take out money for your taxes so you don't get stuck with a big tax bill at the end of the year, plus you can make interest on that money, and then you want to pay your lifestyle and obviously have a budget set out for how much your bills are. But a lot of the, the people who don't become financially free are the ones who are paying their bills first. They're doing the opposite, and they save last, if at all. Now, I must say this, that I'm not telling people to just neglect their bills, not pay people, but from a psychological, this show's all about mindset, from a psychological and mindset standpoint, when money comes in, you want to just take something out. Even if it's $5 a month, you want to get into the habit of doing that because that habit goes a long way to you increasing that over time to a point where you can achieve the financial freedom. But it all starts with the savings because that gives you emotional stability. Because when you start to value yourself and you say, hey, I'm saving out money, your mindset shifts, your energy shifts, and all of a sudden you start to bring or attract different situations into your life at certain points where it just keeps growing and compounding. And obviously this is not something that's going to take three weeks to become financially independent, but it's important to get in that habit and to put that energy in motion, so to speak, and get it going. And it starts by putting a value on yourself to saving money and putting out and saving for yourself first, no matter how much it is. So, Cheney, tell us about a story either from your own life or um, if you can share something from an anonymous client's life, something that you've seen where people have changed their mindset in this way and put these practices into work, and it's made a significant change in their life. Well, I could certainly say it for myself now. With me, I've always been good with saving, but the thing with me was that, oh, when a a bill or something came up, I would take the money out and I would go and pay other people. I didn't understand this principle back then. I do now. So ever since I adopted that, whatever money I have that comes in mentality that comes into me first, I save first. It's amazing what happens, and I've been doing this over the last five, what's well, for five years now, and it's interesting that all of a sudden I just do it. I have it in the habit of doing it, and the money just it grows. It just it comes in. I got that piece in place that allows me to draw more of it to me. So what it does for me is that it opens up other opportunities and things that ordinarily would not have come my way but are as a result of doing this. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. So it's it's like this uh, nearly subliminal message to yourself and to the universe that you are receptive to the idea of wealth. Yeah, and in fact, I do want to share one of other story, and I didn't work with this particular person, but this particular person, I know this person, and this person followed the same strategy, and what she did was she was a teacher. She's making about 30, it was $35,000 a year. She had two children, and she started doing this, and at first, she could only afford $35 a month, so, so or $30 a month. So she started out saving $30 a month, which is about a dollar a day, and she gradually did it. She upped it to 50 dollars a month and then 75 and then 100 and she was doing it for about a year or so and then she got this idea to bring in a speaker a well-known speaker to speak at her school she was a teacher well she brought him in it went over very well and then all of a sudden people in her school and in the local area she was up in 
Toronto at the time, I believe. We're asking her, hey, you know, can you book this speaker? Can you book this one? Can you? Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, one little idea, and now she became the go-to person, and then they gave her a bonus of $5,000. She saved wow. that out, and then one thing led to another, and then she, you know, she just finally said, the heck with school system. I'm going to go and do I'm this gonna myself. I'm going to do this. Janie, we're going into another break. We'll be back in just a moment. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Connect with Juliana and connect with what lies beneath. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 central on toginet.com. Juliana is a marriage, family, and child therapist who wants people to connect. Connect with what lies beneath those truths and answers. And through her counseling practice, she has helped others find their personal power and fulfill their dreams. And she wants to do the same for you here on Connect with Juliana. Through intimate discussions, intriguing subject matters, and the expertise of her guests. For more on the show and Juliana, check out her webpage. Connect with Juliana in media.com. Juliana will cover it all. Nothing is off limits. She wants to know what matters to you. Make the connection. Tune in to Toginet to connect with Juliana to find out the facts that could be hidden beneath the surface. Connect with Juliana on Toginet to make a quality connection in your life. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 central on toginet.com. Why do I feel so lousy? Why are my medications working? Why can't my doctor figure me out? These are just a few of the questions Dr. Kevin Connors will be exploring in Dr. Kevin Connors Live on toginet.com. The author of the book, Help, My Body is Killing Me, solving the connections of autoimmune disease to thyroid problems, fibromyalgia, depression, ADD, ADHD, and more. He'll dig into these and many other conditions to dissect the mechanisms of your problems. Giving God the glory and looking for answers to make you look and feel better, to make you feel whole again. For more on him, his book, and the show, check out UpperRoomWellness.com. Never be satisfied with a diagnosis. There is always a reason behind it. And if you can alter the mechanisms that led you down your current path, we can change your future. It's Dr. Kevin Connors, live here on Togginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude. And Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Togginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And I'd like to also tell you about my podcast tomorrow over on blogtalkradio.com slash EFT class. That's Emotional Freedom Techniques, EFT class. And uh, tomorrow I'll be working with you to get over your tendencies to procrastinate. If you believe you don't have enough time to implement Cheney's method here and to invite wealth into your life, then that's a must-listen show for you tomorrow. So that's tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Eastern at blog 
blogtalkradio.com slash EFT class. And we're here on the Million Dollar Mindset on TogiNet with Cheney Weiner. And Cheney is here to teach us how to attain greater wealth in every way and tell us a little more about his breakthrough to achieve formula. So, Cheney, that is such a sweet story you told us going into break. Now, that teacher decided, you know, she was going to be known for booking, I assume, um, wonderful speakers, right? And where is she today? Yeah, and um, just a a quick recap. So, she went from starting out saving about $30 a month. She gradually increased it over a year, year and a half. She got the idea to book speakers. She became the go-to person. So she said, well, the heck with this. I'm going to go and I'm going to do it on my own. And the short, the, the, the short story of it is she's now, well, this was as of a couple of years ago, she's making over $3 million a year. So she went, in essence, from 35, 30, 35000 a year to making $3 million a year in about a 10, 11-year time frame. And really, it started, now some people will say, well, she started saving out and that didn't contribute to it. But, oh, yes, it did, because what happens is when you start saving your mind, again, it's all about the mind, like you said, and that's absolutely the case, she started getting ideas, she started getting, wow, I can do this, I can do that. She had more value on herself and she got these great ideas and it starts with the savings process because when you value yourself, it's just that. You're gonna put value on yourself and you're gonna come up with different ideas and thoughts and things that you can do. And it doesn't have to be something that, oh, well, I'm gonna sit here and map out exactly what that thought is. No, I'm sure she didn't. But as she went along, she figured out, hey, I got these great ideas and then she started putting them down. So. My recommendation, start saving no matter what it is, and you'll get these ideas and whatever it is for you, you can create your million-dollar, as I'm going to call your million-dollar empire. Mm-hmm. I love that. And uh, it's important to start saving and to really improve that self-worth and that value that you're showing in yourself. What's another way to, to really express to yourself the value that you see within yourself? Well... To me, along with what I was just saying, the most important other thing is to provide a tremendous amount of value to others as well, and to do so through an inspiring service. It could be a product or it could be ideas as well, because after all, those ideas or that product, that service is coming from you, something of value. So if you're providing that to others, you have that value as well, because many times people they want, well, how can I make a million dollars? How can I do this? Well, it's not about, it's not a matter of waiting for it to happen. It, it's a matter of coming up with something that you can provide to others that's value. Want a great example? Let's look at Bill Gates. Let's look at Steve Jobs. Uh, we, can, I, we can go on and on with this. They provided value. They provided computer, let's just say computer technology to people they find it valuable. Look at Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, like him or not, He's providing a medium for people to connect with each other, and I can tell you right now that I've connected with people from from high school and even before that as a result of that that I ordinarily would not have. So to me, Facebook, tremendous amount of value. Question is, what is it for each of you? Those people I just mentioned are billionaires. Well, Steve Jobs isn't alive anymore, but when he was, he was a billionaire. So what is it for you? And it's going to be different for each person, but again, it's the value and it's really it's taking the time 
to put in and invest to do this. To take it's just not well. How can I make money today or tomorrow? Find out what it is that you love to do and how that can help and serve other people, and you'll pretty much guarantee yourself of well, certainly financial freedom, and you'll be and you'll guarantee yourself of living the kind of life that you would love to live. Right, right. And and what you said there is so important because for me that demonstrates being able to take it one step at a time. It demonstrates the faith that you have in yourself and that you have in in the universe to provide. And I think that once we step into that absolute 100% faith, that, that important space, that it, it just becomes so much easier to move forward and to anticipate the, the answers and receiving those answers that are so important to us yeah and and the other part of that is to understand that it's going to take time and effort it just mm-hmm. you just don't snap not you but you just don't snap your fingers and it falls right. out of the sky and overnight or, or or in three weeks i assure you i mentioned bill gates when steve jobs was alive and even people who are in my industry personal development and self-help the people who are really doing well they and i'm going to say it like this for a reason quote unquote work their butts off. They put in, or as I like to say, they put in their time and effort. They're just not sitting around and just, you know, hanging out all day. They put in the time and effort. And a lot of that was done, is done behind the scenes, behind closed doors. And a lot of it is done up front before people even knew who they were. People just don't come onto the scene and make a whole boatload of money by not putting in that time and effort. So again, it's important to know that and that is driven by one's mission, their purpose, their cause on how it can serve and help other people based on something that you love to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that belief system that um, some people have around, um, I mean, if, if we want to use the term law of attraction, if you will, um, that, you know, some people believe that you can just rub a, mag- a bottle and a magic genie is going to pop out as we've been, as we've been shown um, and, and, and stuff will happen. That's just so exciting. And, and so they don't even want to move toward the belief system that if, if you build it, he shall come, you know, and, you know, I just like to enforce, and I, I think you'll agree with me here, Cheney, that that's the beginning to have the faith that if you build a foundation in accordance to your values and you have the faith that it is going to happen and you put in that work and you take action, it is going to happen. It does. And, uh, and the metaphor I like to use is it, it, it's conditioning yourself to be in a situation like that. Now, can you rub a magic lamp and it appears out of thin air? No. But a person can condition themselves to a point where they do start to attract money at will. But it's not going to happen overnight. It's, you know, it's really it's like an athlete preparing themselves to do their event, whatever it is. I mean, when Michael Jordan played basketball, do you think Michael Jordan just snapped his fingers and within a few days he was playing basketball? He put in years and years of time, effort, dedication, based on what was most important to him and what his mission is. So when he's on a basketball court making all what looked like impossible shots, they weren't so impossible, he put the time and effort in. Well, it's the same thing with one's financial wealth. You can attract that, I'm using the word for a reason, you can attract that money to you easily, but there's a conditioning process that takes time to build up to to when you can do that. It doesn't occur overnight. But like you said, it's putting that foundation in place, and it all starts with the mindset. Mm-hmm. 
It truly does. So, Cheney, we've just got a couple of minutes left in the show, and um, I'm wondering if you could give us some some of maybe your best practices, if you will, around how you keep your mindset really focused to the positive. I mean, we all have bad days. We all have days where we're, we're not 100%. Let me tell you, I have days where I don't demonstrate the million-dollar mindset to perfection either, right? You know, what are some of the days, uh, what are some of the things that we can do to call ourselves back to that setting? if you will. Well, if this is, it may sound shocking to some people, but it's accurate. The human mind is both positive and negative. So what that means is everyone has positive and negative thoughts. No one is ever going to wipe out and eliminate negative thoughts. That's a big myth and, and, and a fallacy because no one's going to do it. But here's the thing. When those negative thoughts come up, they're coming up for a reason. So they must serve a purpose. So anytime you have a negative thought, it's guiding you. It's guiding you to be true to who you are and really, in a sense, getting you to set realistic expectations on yourself or someone else or possibly on the universe. And think about any time think about any time that you've had a negative thought. It's usually stemmed out of some type of an unrealistic expectation or a fantasy. And of course this occurs in varying degrees. It stems out of that. You don't want to get rid of that. You want to know how to use it when it comes in, because anytime someone's trying to be positive all the time or way more positive than negative, it's not going to happen. But know how to use those negative thoughts when they come in and ask, well, how is this negative thought serving me? And one of the ways is it's getting you to, it's really getting you to be authentic. But look deeper in, and in how it applies to you, because you may have an unrealistic expectation on somebody, maybe even on yourself, that negative thought is going to come in to say, hey, let's get real. Let's see what you're, you know, Take the time and figure out what your values are, what's most important to you, and what's true to you. So you want to look for both sides. They both serve. And, of course, I'm not telling people to go around and be negative because you couldn't do that either. But just know when they come in. Those negative thoughts will come in. No one's going to get rid of them, but just know how to use them and how they can serve your purpose and how you can help people. And, like I said earlier, just embrace both sides. Support the challenge, the ease, and the difficulty. You're going to have nice people. You're going to have mean people. You're going to have kind people. You're going to have cruel people. And you're the same as well. So embrace both sides and just know that they help and serve you. And when you're able to do that, you're a lot more poised. You're a lot more present. You're on purpose and you're more powerful. And then you get to live the type of life you would love to live. Mm-hmm. That's so true. That duality is duality. is just the reality of it all. Yeah. Well, Cheney, it's been lovely speaking with you again. Why don't you tell our audience one more time where they can find you? Yes, they can go to www.chaneywiner.com. That's C-H-A-N-E-Y-W-E-I-N-E-R.com. And I also want to mention, if you go uh, when you go on there, if you put in your name and email, you get a free five-lesson mini course. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm sure that's extremely helpful. So make sure to go to ChaneyWeiner.com and get your free mini course and to keep an eye out for Cheney's new program coming up uh, pretty soon. So Cheney, it was a delight as always. And uh, I'd like to remind everybody to, to head on over to Inc.com and check out my article there uh, with a wonderful, wonderful man, Monty Lee Wynn. And Monty has achieved enormous success against odds that, uh, you know, I don't think most people could <clears throat> successfully face and defeat. So that's another fabulous story over at incinc.com. I'll see you here next week with Brian Carter, and we're going to learn how to make some money on Facebook. This is Marla Tabaka. Thanks for joining us today. 
Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to 